This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 11th of May. In your Sport Today, the Socceroos lock in a key game, Fitzgibbons gets a second chance, the Blues are feeling the Blues, and Lightning strikes twice for a lucky golfer. This is your Sport Today. We're starting today with football because the Socceroos have locked in an important warm-up game before their biggest match in four years. Luce, they're going to play Jordan in a few weeks and then things get really serious. Yeah, the news came through yesterday that the Socceroos would play Jordan in Qatar on June 1st. This is a really important game because it'll help the Aussies get used to conditions ahead of their World Cup qualifier against the United Arab Emirates the following week. The Socceroos played Jordan twice in qualifying and beat them 1-0 both times. Socceroos coach Graham Arnold is in Europe at the moment, meeting up with players before next month's game against the UAE. Yeah, Luce, let's focus on that game because it's pretty simple. They've got to win if they have any chance of making it through to the group stage at the World Cup in Qatar. That's because they won just one of their final seven qualifiers to finish third in Group B. That means they have to play the UAE in a one-off sudden death game on June 7. If they win that, then they play Peru in an intercontinental playoff the following week. The winner of that match will qualify for the World Cup. The Aussies have qualified for every World Cup since 2006, and they had to go through the same thing back in 2018. You make it sound simple, but sudden death sounds very scary to me. Now, we're still waiting on broadcast details for those games, but we'll let you know as soon as we hear anything. In some other football news from yesterday, the Matildas, they're going to play Spain in a friendly next month. All right, it's time for today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app, where you can get all your international football news and results. If the Socceroos qualify for the World Cup, who are they going to play? Luce, got a clue for us? To narrow it down, two European countries and one African country. Great clue. We'll have the answer at the end of the show. To surfing now, and last week we spoke about how Aussie Sally Fitzgibbons had been cut from the main World Surf League Tour as part of the league's new mid-season cuts. Well, she's been given a wild card to compete next year, and Luce, we might see her back even sooner. Yeah, Fitzgibbons got the good news while she was surfing on the Gold Coast in the second tier Challenger Series. She was given one of two wildcards to compete in the first half of the 2023 season and is listed as the first reserve for the rest of this year. That means if a surfer pulls out, Fitzgibbons will replace her. This season, the WSL brought in a mid-season cut where the bottom half of the men's and women's surfers in the season standings would be cut from the rest of the season. It meant Fitzgibbons streak of 108 WSL events was snapped, but it looks like it won't be long before a new streak starts. No, but fellow Aussie surfing Olympian Owen Wright, he missed out on a wild card and was also knocked out in the second round on the Gold Coast. He says that he's weighing up his future in surfing after being cut from the tour last week. 
it's exactly four weeks until the State of Origin series kicks off here in Sydney. Who's counting? But one man who won't be there for Game 1 is Ryan Pappenhausen. Luce, this isn't the first time that an injury has cost him an Origin debut. No, but this is the third year in a row that he's missed out. He was in the New South Wales squad in 2020, but couldn't play because of a calf injury. And Pappenhausen was a big chance to play last year, but missed the Origin Series because of concussion. And now he's out for four to six weeks after he tore his hamstring and hurt the posterior cruciate ligament in his knee during last week's win over the Dragons. It's a massive blow for the Blues and for Pappenhausen because he leads the NRL in tries and points this season and is first in the Dally M voting. Yep, so that means he's going to miss Melbourne's top-of-the-table game against Penrith at Magic Round on Saturday. Now, another New South Wales player missing this weekend is Cam Murray, the South Sydney skipper. He had scans on his neck and shoulder yesterday, and he could be out for a month. That would also rule him out of Game 1 for the Blues. It's fight night tonight with three big bouts on the King of the Castle card in Newcastle. The main event is a big one, quite literally. It's a heavyweight title between former NRL player Paul Gallen and Chris Tajewski. Luce, unsurprisingly, these two guys don't like each other. No, it's always the way with these things. But two days out from the fight, Gallen walked out of a press conference because Tuzewski failed to show up to a previous media commitment. Tuzewski didn't seem that phased. He called it all a stunt and that it was pretty cringeworthy. Gallen is the favourite to win despite being eight years older and 14 centimetres shorter than his opponent. The Australian and Australasian heavyweight titles are up for grabs. Gallen has said he wants to fight former All Blacks and NRL player Sonny Bill Williams and a win tonight would move him one step closer. Also on the card is Olympian Harry Garside and Nikita Zhu, the younger brother of Tim Yeah, a fair bit going on. It really is a stacked card and it all starts tonight at 7pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can watch it on main event through Foxtel and KO, but you are going to have to order it. Let's go back to football, but this time we're heading to Europe where Manchester City have signed Erling Haaland. Luce, this guy is really, really good, but he's not going to come cheap. If reports are true, Haaland is going to make about $620,000 a week or $90,000 a day, and that's not including bonuses. But it might be worth it because the Norwegian striker is a goal-scoring machine. Haaland has scored 85 goals in 88 games for German club Borussia Dortmund and has been on City's radar for a while. They've been looking for a striker ever since Sergio Aguero left last season and getting someone like Haaland will make them even more dangerous than they are now. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like they've struggled to score goals. They do lead the English Premier League with 89 this season, and that's been without a recognised striker. It's expected Haaland will sign a five-year deal starting next season. City and Dortmund, they've already agreed in principle for him to join on July 1. Now they just have to finalise terms with Haaland. The saying goes that lightning never strikes twice, but hey, it did on the golf course yesterday in Texas. College student Parker Cootie, he hit not one, 
but two hole-in-ones, and Luce, he really needed them. He really needed them, and it's a lot better than I've ever done on the golf course, <laughs> let me tell you. So this was at one of the US Open local qualifying events where the top five golfers progress through to the next round. Cootie was up near the top, but in danger of entering a playoff. But when he hit a hole in one on the par three eighth, he moved to one under and into safety. But then he bogeyed the next hole, and by the time he got to the 16th, he needed a miracle. Well, he birdied the 16th, then he hit his second ace of the day to finish three under and in second spot, one shot clear of a seven-way playoff for the last three spots. Might be time to buy a lotto ticket. Yeah, well, if he does, I'm definitely going to try to join his syndicate. <laughs> now, golf does run in his family. His grandfather, Charles Cootie, won the Masters in 1971. Loose, remarkably, he says he's hit four hole-in-ones, and this guy is only 22 years old. All right, it's time for Catch This. So we tell you what's coming up or what's caught our eye. And tonight, the NBL Grand Final could be all over. Loose the Kings, they lead 2-0, but the Jack Jumpers can keep it alive. Jack Jumpers can definitely keep it alive. And I think a lot of people will be going for the underdogs in Game 3. It's at Kudos Bank Arena at 7.30 tonight. Absolutely, and you can watch that on ESPN or on KO. All right, let's get back to today's trivia question. And today I asked who would the Socceroos play in Group D if they were to qualify for the Qatar World Cup? Luce, who is it? I said two European and one African nation, and those nations are France, Denmark and Tunisia. Yeah, it wouldn't be an easy group if they qualify because France, of course, won the 2018 World Cup as well. All right, that is us done for the day. Luce, you're going to be back tomorrow with Sam. I'm off until next week. Take care. Listener.